Something big is on the horizon for Bitcoin. Vanek Trust filed for approval from the SEC for a spot ETF for BTC back on December 30th, 2020. It has been waiting for approval since that time. The SEC has set November 11th, 2021 as the day they must approve or deny. So this is huge news to be on the lookout for. It's scheduled to drop tomorrow. Uh, cross your fingers. Hopefully the SEC approves the spot ETF and we'll talk more about why that's important. Today, the Crypto Fear and Greed Index currently sits at a level of 75, a level of extreme greed. For perspective, the last run up we had, it was at a score of plus 90 for about a two month time frame when we had a lot of explosive growth in price action. Coincidentally, that also started back in November of last year and into January of this year uh, before we had a winding down into the spring and what we all now know is the mini bear market uh, of the summer of 2021. Welcome to episode 28. This is your host, Jason Jackson. Let's get into it. It's November 10th, 2021. Welcome to today's show. I'm glad for you all to join me this lovely day. Another exciting day in the crypto markets from a bunch of different aspects. Uh, I did see yesterday or day before yesterday, I saw that Tim Cook uh, admitted that he owned personally Bitcoin and Ethereum, uh, the CEO of Apple. Uh, We already know that the CEO of Twitter owns crypto. Uh, And I would assume that more and more um, CEOs in the tech sector probably own a lot more crypto than you might be expecting. So uh, all I'll say is where there's smoke, there's fire. I made a a episode revisiting Bitcoin the other day uh, with all of the amount of adoption, even in just the last two years, um, as I've talked about with companies spending billions to acquire Bitcoin. uh, Now you have CEOs of large tech firms. Uh, admitting and confirming that they also own crypto. So the next question is, is how long is it until uh, those companies start buying crypto? I saw Michael Saylor uh, giving examples of what Apple's worth could be like. I believe he said somewhere around the the uh, avenue of $50 billion if Apple would uh, put Bitcoin on its balance sheet, balance sheet uh, at least in regards to generating wealth uh, for their investors or shareholder value could increase by $50 billion if they would uh, make Bitcoin the standard opposed to the, the U.S. dollar. But if you follow Michael Saylor, uh, you know, he's a, a Bitcoin bull for sure. Uh, so I just wanted to address that initially. Uh, if you aren't buying crypto, if you're still on the on the edge, I always say start with Bitcoin. Uh, it's the safest asset in the crypto space. Uh, and plan to hold it for a while. It's still early, uh, but the beauty is, is that it is still early. Uh, as Michael Saylor likes to say, one day it will be so big you won't be able to <laughs> to uh, buy a Bitcoin. And I think uh, we're already pretty pretty close to that. And what it will eventually be uh, will be so astronomical that only you know only big institutions potentially will even potentially even have the power to buy a full Bitcoin down the road. So uh, try to get it while you can. Um, from there, as I kind of kicked off the, the, the episode, I talked about uh, Van Neck uh, having their uh, filing with the SEC for a Bitcoin spot ETF. Uh, this is huge news. Cross your fingers uh, because right now it's still 
uh, sat on the SEC's desk for pretty much a year. November 2020 is when uh, Van Eck filed this um, approval this uh, form with the SEC to approve a Bitcoin ETF, and it's just sat there uh, saying waiting to be approved uh, with the with now a deadline set for tomorrow. So uh, this could have huge implications for Bitcoin uh, price, uh, and I'll actually get into that right now. So if you're um, from if you if you've been paying attention, uh, you do know that the Bitcoin futures uh, ETF was already uh, approved. Um, a couple of just a couple of months ago, uh, and I some I guess where I'll start is some are a little confused about what you know what's the difference between a futures ETF uh, and a spot ETF. Why we haven't seen a Bitcoin spot ETF and why we've seen a futures ETF now is just kind of how the regulatory framework works. So uh, a physical ETF is actually ruled under the 1933 Securities Act process, uh, which requires the filing of a form called 19B4. Um, but the, the biggest, the most important thing to notice about this form is that uh, is to show that the underlying market is not subject to manipulation. If you are you crypto heads out there, uh, you'll be you'll be laughing about that because we talk about manipulation all the time by the by the whales, uh, particularly in a lot of the large coins uh, where people have gotten in early. Um, there's always we call it, uh, different YouTubers call it whale games, whale manipulation, uh, and if you're unf unfamiliar. Uh, because of crypto and the beauty of it, it's on the blockchain and it's an immutable ledger that anyone can see uh, is that you'll see these huge spike dips. Uh, and for example, say in the Bitcoin price in the recovery, when people say that whales are manipulating, when they accuse whales of manipulating, what they are saying that they are doing is, is that they have a, a huge amounts of Bitcoin uh, that they will go on a spot market and they will sell large amounts of Bitcoin while at the same time leverage trading it and shorting it uh, to you know to uh, close out shorts or longs depending on which way they're trying to manipulate the market um, and it's pretty much a, a daily accusation of whales in the space uh, because they have so much of the uh, so much of the supply that the, the supply that they can manipulate the market. Um, and why would you think the SEC would care about that is, well, it comes down to this form 19B4 from the 1933 Securities Act process uh, where you have to prove when you apply for this uh, ETF um, that, you know, the underlying markets aren't at risk of manipulation for a spot ETF. In contrast, for futures, futures-based ETFs ruled by a completely different act, this is actually the 1940 Investment Company Act. Uh, actually does not require the same form. Uh, so something as, as simple as that uh, has uh, led the difference between the Bitcoin futures ETF uh, getting approved uh, before the Bitcoin spot ETF. Um, I personally would be more interested in the Bitcoin spot ETF because the Bitcoin spot ETF means it has to be tied directly to uh, the asset that it's that it's set to. So for every, it'd be a one-to-one -one ratio. So if it, there's, uh, if they, if the ETF, you you put your money in to buy ETF shares, uh, and you can own, you know, sixty, pretty much whatever the price of Bitcoin is right now, sixty-eight thousand uh, dollars, you know, shares purchased of this ETF would equal 
the same price as one Bitcoin, if that makes sense. So obviously you could also go buy pieces of the ETF, et cetera. Um, but that way you're, you know what you're investing in, in my opinion, that your money through this ETF is dot is tied directly to the asset. Um, if you, you're wanting to buy on a, uh, through a broker or, you know, using your retirement, uh, because you know, you don't want to take, you want to, you know, you have that money tied up there until your uh, retirement years. Uh, a lot of people uh, out there, as I mentioned about crypto, um, you know, don't want to learn how to buy, don't want to learn how to get a wallet. They don't want to learn how to use Coinbase. They don't want to learn how to uh, use Uniswap or even the decentralized uh, finance exchanges out there. Uh, and as I've talked before, those kind of technologies are way in the future. So if you're willing to learn those things now, you're going to get a huge head start on the majority of the world population. So I do still uh, encourage you to learn that part of crypto because uh, you'll be a much further ahead than a lot of people out there. Um, the other piece is, is really just the amount of money that will flow into to Bitcoin uh, when this is the case. My, as I've said before on many shows before, I believe in owning your Bitcoin uh, or owning your cryptocurrency, whatever it is that you love um, and that you believe is the future and will you know maintain value. Uh, get a wallet. You go buy it on an exchange, whether that's centralized or decentralized. Uh, you put your funds in that wallet. Uh, and you hold it. Uh, the beauty of it is your uh, crypto is in your possession. That's the beauty of crypto and has always been. But not everyone feels that way. Uh, but you can also buy it through, you know, Fidelity or whoever your brokerage uh, firm is as well uh, with the Bitcoin futures ETF. Now, uh, if the Bitcoin spot ETF, though, is allowed to proceed or is approved by the SEC, uh, there will be, I want to say it was only like a week or two before the Futures ETF launched after it was approved by the SEC. So if, it, if this were to happen tomorrow, the fervor that is gathering in the crypto you know, world is because of the amount of assets that will now have the opportunity to purchase Bitcoin. And I'll just, this is the only stat you need to know about why the Bitcoin spot ETF is so important. Uh, so according to Bitwise Invest, uh, CIO Matt Hogan, financial advisors control 40% of all assets in the U.S. 40% of all assets in the U.S. Uh, so we're talking billions of dollars, billions upon billions of dollars. Under the current regulations, they are not allowed to invest in cryptocurrencies on the behalf of investors. Uh, as such, while many have celebrated the launch of the first Bitcoin futures ETF, a spot fund offering exposure to Bitcoin would arguably be a bigger catalyst for the institutionalization uh, of the asset. So as it stands right now, you have 40% of all assets in the U.S. Uh, co is controlled by financial advisors. And based on current U.S. regulations, they cannot buy Bitcoin or any other cryptocurrency with these assets. This is why I guess it's been years uh, as it's pumped and dumped the price of Bitcoin and why it's such a, a common place to talk about a Bitcoin spot ETF, because the amount of money uh, that will then be allowed to flow in uh, as, as the U.S. government gives its um, blessing to Bitcoin from a from an ETF perspective. I mean, you're going to see a whole lot of buying very, very quickly. Uh, in a very, very short amount of time. And this is uh, a big catalyst of why people 
uh, are really excited about hopefully cross your fingers that a Bitcoin ETF could come. Has this been discussed in the past many times? Why, yes, it has. <laughs> um, I've come to find out that uh, Bitcoin ETF has been floated out there, it sounds like, for years now. Um, but it, in this case, it is actually on the SEC's desk as we, as we speak. Uh, has been there since November. Uh, the reason why it's still hopeful in that aspect is because they have not denied it. Uh, it's been almost a full year and it's just sat there waiting for approval um, so clearly there's been some discussion about potentially launching this. So stay tuned. Maybe tomorrow we'll get the greatest news ever for Bitcoin. I hope you, if you have some already, uh, congratulations. If not, uh, you might want to, you know, reconsider uh, what you're trying to, what, what, whether you should get into Bitcoin or not, not financial advice. Um, so that, that's what I wanted to talk. That's what I wanted to speak to when it comes to the Bitcoin futures ETF and what's happening in the market uh, today. Okay, cool. So now I want to get into NFTs. So we're going to go from old Papa Bitcoin to NFTs and really what I'm uh, looking at uh, upcoming mints uh, into NFTs that I own. Uh, I'll probably break this into pieces because I really just want to talk about a couple of projects, but I won't get to all of the, the ones I've built up over time. Um, but the first one I'm really excited about, it actually has not minted yet. It's looking like it might be in December, uh, as I briefly told you guys before about getting into NFTs. Uh, you want to get into the Discord channels. Uh, if you don't know what Discord is, just look up Discord and download the app uh, and start there. You'll start to get a lot of spam messages, but kind of ignore those. Um, but the most important thing is, is just to get involved with the communities because uh, that's where you'll learn what's good, what's bad, uh, what communities you like being a part of, maybe some you're not so much as fond of, uh, and you'll learn a lot of things from a lot of people from all over the world, which is the one of the coolest parts. Um, but, so, the first project I'll start with that I'm excited about uh, minting, actually don't own it because you can't own it quite yet, uh, is Samurai 2088. Uh, new project. Uh, great community. I love being in the Discord. Uh, one of the funnest things that I like to do in there is actually called Fightbot, uh, which there's this like this little fighting game uh, in the in a in the Discord uh, channel where you can compete for whitelist spots, uh, Hatamoto uh, spots, uh, a free mint. Uh, so that's like the the funnest thing. The game's a little addicting, even though it's like it's not like this elaborate game. It's just like a turn-based game with with text. So. Um, and some cool weapons. So that that's just kind of the, the initial thing I'll start with is like the first thing you'll want to look at when you're looking at an NFT project, uh, in my opinion, is the community. And then the community there has been uh, exceptional, uh, in my opinion. Um, you can hop in the chat any time of the day. There's probably always someone to talk to. You really start to get to, to know people through their, through their disc Discord identities. Uh, you're pretty much almost chatting every day with a lot of the the committed members there, uh, based on you know how uh, motivated they are behind the project. So what is Samurai uh, 2088? Uh, well, it's going to be a anime-based NFT uh, 3D. By the way, it's going to be a 3D NFT. You can follow them uh, on Twitter, Twitter at Samurai 2088. Um, and it's going to be based off of the, if you know anything about 
ancient J- Japanese history. Um, but there's a, a period of time during Japanese history, which actually there's a Netflix uh, episode on Netflix or episode. There's a Netflix documentary series you could watch. Uh, I believe it's called Age of the Samurai. Uh, but this is the exact age that uh, the the NFT is based around. I actually believe they have uh, a descendant of one of the clans uh, that's involved with the project. So that's like super cool if you're a history buff like I am. Um, but it, it appears that uh, they're going, I won't say appears, their plan is to build uh, an anime around these uh, characters that they're building uh, that you as a community member or anyone can mint uh, early on. So why is that big? If you're into anime like I am, um, you have you definitely have like a personal uh, connection. You love the storytelling that you find in anime. And you'll find that a lot of people have a lot of uh, connections and uh, fandom for the characters that are in a lot of the shows that they watch or animes that they follow. And what's really different about Samurai 28, because it, it could be a game changer depending on how uh, this goes, which is why it's an early project that I'm a fan of, is the NFTs are going to be the characters in the anime that's being created. Uh, on top of that, you know, you as a, and not just in the community, but anyone who goes and mints the project when it starts, uh, will have the opportunity for their NFTs to be in the anime. Here's the bigger kicker. Depending on how active you are in the community will will have a direct impact on how active your character is in the anime. Uh, so there, it's kind of gamified in a way that the more active you are in the community, the more you're committed uh, to this project as, a, as someone who's just in the community, join the project, join the Discord, and maybe buys a couple of NFTs. Uh, but the more active you are with the group, the the more the higher likelihood there's a chance that you know that your anime is going to be a you know be a big part of the story uh, that they're building and they're already working on the story. Definitely go check out the artwork. I mean, the artwork is um, top notch. Uh, so some really cool um, things that you can see online when you go to their Twitter. When you come to the Discord, you can see all the sneak peeks. Uh, but there are also like there's so many other things to do in the discord. Obviously, the main chat is like always popping all day. Uh, but like I said, fight bots, one of the things I like, but you can. There's also poker games in there. Uh, there's chats just about crypto. There's chats just about anime, which I always jump into because uh, I love to talk to anime and find new um, new shows that I can kind of fill up my free time with. Uh, so I'm really excited about that project. You guys should definitely check it out. Learn about the team. Uh, come join the family if that's a way for you to, to get into NFTs. As I mentioned, it's still early. It actually has not minted yet. If you're like, hey, Jason, what do you mean by minting? Uh, so typically with a new NFT project, uh, the, the magic number these days has been 10,000. Uh, but not every project mints with 10,000. But generally there's a like a private and a public sale uh, during a minting period where all of the NFTs are uh, posted up for sale. Um, you're able to mint from the null address where they come from as long as you uh, pay the gas and pay whatever the mint cost is or the mint price is uh, for the NFT. And then generally there's a reveal after. Uh, typically, each NFT has a different level of rarity. Um, 
for each individual NFT for the for the set or for the collection. Uh, you'll find this with all NFTs. Um, and as I mentioned, like community is a big thing I look at, but also utility. Uh, there are there are a lot of projects uh, happening uh, in the NFT space. Uh, the next thing you want to look at is the utility of the project. Also, the also the team that's actually working on the project themselves. Uh, you want to get to know them and you can do this in the discord. A lot of times they're going live in chats. Uh, they're doing AMAs. Uh, you get a real sense of how committed uh, these groups of people are who start these projects. Uh, so you can you know make the best decision for you and what you want to invest in. Uh, and as I mentioned, the other thing is utility. So for Samurai 2088, you know, it's more than just, you know, beautiful, beautiful 3D art. Uh, but there's going to be a product that's trying to be that is being manufactured uh, to help bring utility to the to the holders. Uh, so we're really just talking about a whole paradigm shift um, that crypto has been pushing uh, really since its infancy to as I mentioned before, you know, bring power back to the people opposed to it being consolidated in very, very few amount of hands. Uh, even the, you know, the tech companies of the 90s and 2000s I mentioned before, um, you know, maybe if you were a shareholder, or if you were a, uh, you know, had a million dollars net worth uh, ahead of time, you were able to get in on the ground floor of a, of a company and, you know, ride it all the way up if you believed in it or whatnot. Um, and that power tends to kind of stay there, particularly with the gaming, which I'll now that I'm realizing I'm going to have to do, I'll start doing the NFT spotlight uh, for the projects that I own, uh, because there's a lot I want to talk about with what Cypher is doing, which I'm really excited about. Uh, as I mentioned, Space Punks uh, before uh, as well. I want to cover that as well, and I'll give that its own spotlight as well. Um, but back to Samurai 28 and utility. Uh, an opportunity for you to, for anyone to really have the ability to, you know, participate, uh, whether you have the funds or not. I think one of the coolest thing in a lot of these NFT projects is there's opportunity to whitelist based on just pure effort from you being involved in the community. Uh, for Samurai 2088, like there's a guy who got upgraded to Hatamoto uh, by winning a poker tournament. Um, I... I particularly, you know, stay where my skills are. I play Fightbot a lot, uh, but I also am a like Twitter raider, so I'm always paying attention to uh, when my notifications come through because you get points. Um, and you're put on the leaderboard, you know, then they run these games for the projects um, for you know people to have the opportunity to join the presale, uh, even giving away, you know, free mints, uh, right now in Fightbot, if you can be number one on the leaderboard, uh, you're going to be able to mint a Samurai 2088 for free. Now I'm sure you'll have to pay the gas, but you know, outside of that, like th those opportunities, I don't, I don't know if you get those opportunities unless you're in the, you know, super know to know, or you happen to know the founder, uh, of Facebook at the time, uh, when they were starting or whatever, and I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if you just got to be there. Uh, the opportunity to buy in on the ground floor by just, you know, putting in your effort, and it's open to anyone as long as you're willing to put in the time and the effort to be a part of a community, or if you really believe in a project, uh, and that's where you'll, 
as you get into this NFT thing, you'll see that there's a lot of shilling. Uh, I do a lot to support the projects that I, I think are going to be big. I post a lot about them. Um, I actually had the opportunity to be a part of Spacewalker Jones, which I will also uh, actually it's Spacewalker, not Spacewalker. Well, Spacewalker Jones is the character, but as Spacewalker had the gave me the opportunity uh, yesterday just to you know have an impact on what one of their NFTs uh, looks like in the collection, and this thing will exist forever. Um, my Discord name, which is Magic Money, which I've talked about before. Uh, had you know was that the opportunity to you know be put on the tire uh, of the of the uh, vehicle that I helped you know come up with the idea with uh, and then JB at JB Draws you know drew a fantastic uh, NFT and it'll be a part of the collection I'm definitely going to try and get it when I'm met but there's no way I know for sure I can uh, but what I hope to is hopefully uh, a flipper gets it and they want to sell it for cheap or right after it mints and uh, I can get that that keepsake, but um, in the NFT space, really cool place to be. Uh, it is a gold rush uh, on the internet right now. If you don't know anything about NFTs, uh, so definitely educate yourself about what's out there. As I mentioned, you want to focus uh, on the community, the team, and utility. Uh, that's how you want to grade projects. From my opinion, uh, you have a lot of projects uh, that are you know. Just making art, which art will have its own place in, in NFTs, but you really want to think about how how is the team or how is the project, you know, aiming to bring uh, value to its holders. Um, creating an NFT probably isn't as hard as you think. So there, like I said, there's been a huge gold rush, especially with the explosion of crypto, the amount of money that's entered uh, projects like CryptoPunks and uh, Board Eight Yacht Club. Uh, if you don't know anything about those, please take. 10 minutes go to opensea.io uh make sure you look for the blue check mark to make sure you're in the right collection and just go look at the prices uh for what some of these things are going for and the price floors uh the price floor I actually look it up for you right now the price floor um on cryptopunks at this very moment on was today November the 10th we are looking at and this is a 10,000 piece collection um, but you're looking at a a wow the price floor isn't even even on here um, but I'll put it like this the the volume traded you know just so volume trade is just the amount of ethereum that's been traded just uh, you know with traders of people selling and buying crypto punks is 708.1 ethereum um you're like okay 708 eth if you're still new to crypto you knew what eth is so 708 ethereum uh eth i believe is at a 4800 dollars right now we're talking 3.4 million dollars um being traded you know traded volume for crypto punks nfts um and this is still super early, as I mentioned before. OpenSea only has about 400,000 wallets. Uh, the reason why those of us in the NFT space inside of crypto are, you know, super bullish on NFTs is because it like it's like I said before, like Bitcoin, Ethereum and all of our you know, fungible tokens are still early. And Bitcoin is almost 10 years old. NFTs are we don't even know people. Some people think we're in 2011 uh bitcoin wise with nfts 
Uh, and there's so few people that's really uh, engaged and really knows what NFTs are and what NFTs will bring. And ultimately, uh, NFTs are, you know, digital ownership. You can make an NFT of anything, uh, as I've talked before, and I won't I won't go on that much of a tangent uh, because the NFTs can, you know, change a bunch of markets and industries like uh, real estate, which I think is a big opportunity for NFTs. Uh, but I'll come back to Samurai 2088. Uh, definitely check out the project. I think the team is fantastic. Uh, they're regularly updating their work. They're regularly communicating with the community, which is something you want to see. Uh, you want to see a very steadfast and very consistent uh, production of uh, what you're looking to be invested in. Uh, you want to read roadmaps. Uh, when you're reading those roadmaps, really try to get an idea of what uh, the value of that token is, uh, what you think that the value of being involved with that NFT project is, and what value can bring to you as a holder, uh, and then just join the community. Uh, a lot of that value isn't always monetary. Uh, there are a lot of a lot of cool people in the in the discourse for a lot of uh, these great projects, and I think you'll you'll find you'll find a, I think you will find you'll find a lot of value just being a part of the communities uh, as people. Uh, collaborate and talk about different ideas, talk about different crypto projects, talk about different crypto tokens uh, and things you haven't, you know, recognized might be an opportunity for you. Uh, so that's my spiel on my uh, the NFTs in my portfolio, which specifically uh, I actually will say it. I'm just going to call it an NFT highlight. Um, Samurai 2088. Uh, definitely check it out. Love to see in the discord. Our magic money uh, on the discord. So welcome to, to reach out to me there. Okay, I'm going to end today's show with uh, another <laughs> another update on Ave. I actually uh, recently purchased Ave. Actually, I bought some more Ave yesterday, um, and I got some questions about, you know, what exactly Ave is. Uh, so the, the, the best way I could probably sum up what Ave does, uh, it's pretty much a system of lending pools. So you know, users are able to kind of deposit however much, you know, money or funds that they wish to lend out, uh, which are then kind of collected into a pool. So say 10 people put, you know, uh, 100 Ave each into a pool. Um, other borrowers, people who want to borrow money, uh, may then draw from those pools when they want to take out a loan. So say uh, 10 different people but put 100 Ave uh, into a pool. So there's a thousand Ave and then like five people come up and they're like, Hey, I want to take out a loan. Uh, I want to take out a loan for 500 Ave. Well, that Ave though, what those, uh, borrowers, uh, borrow is from this lending pool of lenders, uh, which, which can be anyone, um, which is how the protocol pretty much works. Uh, so those tokens can then be, be traded or transferred, uh, as a lender wishes. So, uh, when you actually, to help facilitate this kind of activity, you know, Ave issues two types of tokens. They issue A tokens or, is, you know, tokens issued to lenders so they can collect interest on deposits. Uh, and then Ave tokens, which are, you know, just a native token of Ave when you purchase it. Um, so the A token, so I'll put it like this. So I actually have some of my Ave staked on Ave to earn interest. So I, uh, the way the system works, I use my native token Ave to stake it. I then receive uh, a Ave, uh, which gives me claim to interest 
that is generated by this pool that I described. So I'm a lender in the pool for people who want to borrow money. Um, hopefully, hopefully that wasn't too complicated. Uh, the, the reason why I'm kind of bullish on this whole uh, scenario, because it's much different than our current banking system. I've talked about our banking system in several, ep several episodes here. Um, and the, the, what, what the opportunity allows is, in my belief, and the way I understand, is one, anyone can, it gives you more control as a, a lender. So, for example, in our current banking system, if I, you don't know it, but you are a lender, you just don't receive any of the real benefits of lending your money to Bank of America, whoever else, uh, bank. Uh, when you put your money in the bank, as I've talked before, you put your money in a savings account, as I've talked before, you're getting 0.002% or 6% interest or whatever, you know, pennies on the dollar interest that your bank is, the current bank rates are right now. Um, and the, and the, the way they pay out that interest to you, to your account is uh, they basically turn right around and lend out your money. So a quick Easy example, I think I've done this in the past, is say I put $100,000 at Bank of America. Uh, Bank of America takes in my money. Uh, a borrower walks into the bank, someone who wants to borrow money, they borrow $100,000 uh, at a 3% interest rate for a house or whatever the interest rates are at the time. Um, but somehow the math works that you get 0.006% interest on your savings in the bank uh, the bank receives 3% interest on the loan uh, that they close out with the borrower. Uh, so you figure out what happens to the rest of the money. Yes, it's profit for the bank. It goes in their pocket. The beauty of what Ave, uh, believe, is trying to offer and what other DeFi uh, protocols are trying to offer uh, is pretty much to eliminate that middleman in between uh, once people can figure out uh once people can kind of figure out and understand how this process works, once we can uh, make sure that the technology is sound so that things can't be hacked, but you're trying to accomplish the same thing or the same concept uh, via software. Um, and then, and, and by doing it via software, uh, you're able to allow individuals to earn the interest from the borrowers directly uh, by utilizing the Ave token. Uh, so hopefully that kind of sums up what Ave is, why I'm very bullish on it, um, particularly because of the way our, our current system, current banking system works, uh, doesn't really, you know, allow people to earn interest off of off of their money in any you know tangible way by keeping it in a in a bank. Um, from there, I'll just talk about why I bought Ave. So as I talked about uh, just an episode or two ago. I was looking at the chart of Ave on TradingView. Um, I actually didn't put any new money in. I actually took money from another project that I purchased. I was basically sitting at even still. Um, and I kind of just think about some of the logic of the things that I'm doing as an investor. Uh, and I decided to buy more Ave with it because I believed in Ave uh, as a project more so. And it's been beaten down uh, since it's high around May. Uh, what you're witnessing now, a lot of the pumps that you're seeing now um, are tokens uh, jumping up significantly. Actually, on the Discord, I was uh, reminded of my own strategy again uh, because I missed the, the dot pump or polka dot pump. 
uh, back. I remember looking at dot back in July and it was at the bottom of a channel um, and I didn't take the time to buy it. I went and bought some other projects. And as of today, it's at fifty one dollars. And from that bottom in July of eleven dollars, it's up almost four hundred percent. Um, and I missed that. And I've talked about in the past, you want to buy low, sell high. Uh, remembering crypto, everything doesn't pump at the same time or everything doesn't increase in value at the same time. Yes, you feel the FOMO and the fervor that you get from influencers, from being on social media, uh, people talking about crypto around you. But that doesn't mean that everything is going up at the same time. And it also doesn't mean everything is going down at the same time. And this is a great example. Uh, Dot is at the top of a channel. There's a lot of uh, FOMO around parachains launching. People are excited. Uh, so it's it's near the top of a channel. It's already slightly sold off. Will it continue to break this channel? Very well could. Um, but the question is, is what is the best time to get into a token? Um, and again, a lot of times what you'll find correlated is when no one's talking about a token, when no one's uh, talking about a certain sector right now, NFTs and metaverse is very hot. So you see a lot of content, even from a lot of influ uh, crypto YouTubers and influencers who haven't been talking about metaverse uh, at all, uh, <laughs> uh, that there's so much FOMO and demand around it that they're now being you know pushed to make that kind of kind of content. The key is to making money is you want to buy at the bottom and sell at the tops. Um, or or at least take profit at a at a local top. Uh, if you're getting into dot right now, in my opinion, you're making a, a very bold bet that's going to go up significantly. I definitely think dot can go up much higher than it is. Uh, but I'd be looking for a little bit of a pullback uh, before then, in my opinion, just looking at the chart. Uh, but if I look at Ave, uh, Ave hasn't hasn't pumped yet. It's low in June. Uh, was $185. It's actually at uh, $337. So it's recovered uh, significantly. But if you guys uh, go, if you did take the time to check out the video on channel work that I did, uh, that I put in the, the comment box of my last video, or the video before that, might have been two videos ago, uh, and you start to learn how to draw your own channels, uh, you'll look at Ave and say, okay, it's at the, it's at the bottom of a channel. Uh, this channel has been approached since the june low one two three four times five times it's kind of much just settled right there on the channel uh since september since about september uh what gives me a little confidence there is is uh because it's kind of just run along this channel maybe we found a bottom uh, maybe there are a lot of holders like myself uh that we're not selling it's kind of it's kind of at a uh decision point is it are we is Ave going to go higher? Uh, are the long term hurdles like myself just going to continue to uh, continue to hold uh, and wait for it to recover and uh, for new investors to come in or more people to buy more or and, and better yet, I would actually more so call this an accumulation zone, uh, which would be a good description of what uh, I did yesterday is I bought more of a project. It's at a stable price uh, that I believe has a lot of uh, opportunity and growth in the future. Uh, in regards to total value locked, uh, as I mentioned before, it's number two behind Maker. Uh, now, as I give you guys that news about Justin Sun pulling those billions of dollars out of Ave, um, but it's at a it's at a decision point. Uh, it's either going to break its downtrend, uh, which it's fighting to do. It's actually slightly above the downtrend line that I that I drew. Um, 
and or it's going to fail and uh, retrace and come back down. So it's uh, has to make a decision here. I decided to make a bet that it was going up um, and I placed that bet yesterday. So I'm excited about that uh, from this point. Uh, from where Ave is, uh, the potential is in this particular channel. It's been trading in uh, over the last, let's see how many months this is, since January of 21. So since the beginning of this year, uh, it's hit the top of this channel twice. Um, and then, like I said, it's been down since July. Uh, I'm looking to uh, capitalize on the, the top of this channel uh, and from its current price, it's about 115% gain uh, opportunity from where it is now. So not financial advice. That's just what I'm thinking on Ave. And to give you an update there, most most recently because I decided to buy some more based on what I was seeing. Uh, and we'll see how it goes from here. So I'll give you some updates on how that trade is going. I hope you all enjoyed today's episode. As always, uh, no matter where you are in your financial journey, always take the time to be a good Samaritan. Uh, definitely check me out on Twitter. I'm at Jackson Jason. Uh, my profile pic is actually a space punk. Um, so you'll recognize that. I have the same profile pic in uh, Discord. Uh, my Discord uh, name is Magic Money uh, there as well. So definitely uh, looking forward to see you guys there. Um, enjoy your afternoon.